guys, it's Tony Robbins. You're listening to Habits and Hustle. Crush it. Welcome to another solo episode of Habits and Hustle. If you guys have not yet subscribed, please, I beg you to subscribe. It makes such a major difference and it helps the algorithm. So if you have not yet done so, please do. And also, if there's any type of topic or guest that you'd like me to chase after, please let me know because your feedback is everything. We do this for you. So if we can curate and design episodes that are really going to help you and give you actionable ways to improve your life in any way, please let me know. And then we can help get you that information. And without further ado, we're going to start, we're going to go right into it. And I have my foil, Shawnee. Say hi, Shawnee. Hello. How are you? I thought you were going to say, hi, Shawnee. You know, when people say like, hi, Barbie. Yeah. No, no. Hi, Barbie. Okay. We have to talk about the Barbie movie too. (laughs) Let's start with that one. Do we? Yeah, we do. That has to, we have to talk about this. Do you know this movie has made more money than I think like it's like the third highest grossing movie ever? Really? Yes. I thought it was just the highest grossing by a woman director. I don't know. Check it out because it made over a billion dollars in its first week. Like- I think Marvel movies, Mission Impossible movies didn't even come close. That's crazy. Yeah, go check it out. Just actually Google it right now. I want to make sure before I spew off my... The Barbie phenomenon is far from over. Greta Gerwig's film, which earlier this week became the highest grossing Warner Brothers release ever domestically, nearly managed to stay number one again with $21.5 million in its fifth weekend. It's up to $567 million in North America and an eye-whopping $1.28 billion globally. Yeah, so it's, basically it's made $1.3 billion already. Now, this is the thing. I love the messaging of it. Like, I was not expecting the movie to actually like when I saw the like previews before it came out I didn't think they were going to turn it on its head like this and make they swapped it right so it's like a whole different zeitgeist it's like she's the boss Mm. Barbie's the boss and Ken is kind of like what we would think would be like that old school or old-fashioned like woman type of thing right yeah but first of all this is what I wanted to talk about it's not a kid's movie People are immediate, and me included, it, people are rushing to the theater with their like little girls. Like people, like my kid's eight. I, I didn't know. I took her. All the other moms were taking their eight-year-olds, their seven-year-olds, their six-year-olds. Everybody was rushing with their little girls to this movie. And it's not a kid's movie <laughs> at all. Like the content's not very relate. Like kids don't relate to that content. It's not relatable to really... I mean, if you're like an empowered woman, of course it's relatable to you or someone once or anybody, but it's not a kid's movie. But do you feel like maybe the kids just don't understand some of the bigger concepts, but they still are entertained by it? You know what I mean? I mean, like ask people. I think my little, I think Sydney liked the colors, the pink. Right, right, like that stuff. And like the pink and, you know, Margot Robbie's so pretty, you know, and it's like Barbie, like like the little ways they say things. Right. But like... She has no idea what's going on. Right, right. A you lot of that I mean? stuff's going to fly over their head. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, do I think that she actually wasn't like, I don't think she loved it. I know that what I've noticed is the parents like it or like the moms love it, but the kids are kind of like, all right, like they're not really, they're happy to be going to see a movie. Mm. Kids want to go to the theater, movie theater just to see a movie. They don't care what you're watching because it's like fun. You get the popcorn, you get the candy, you get the whatever. It's an experience for kids. But the actual movie, no, it's not relatable to a kid. Right. At all. And yet they're 
like by the droves. Like every time I'm running into a mom with a little girl, they've either gone to the movie they or they ask me, have you taken Sydney to the movie yet? Oh my God. Like it's like the big thing to do. But do you, okay. So do you feel like maybe the, like, I, I think eight is really young. Eight is just kind of hard, but do you think maybe like the 10 to 14 year old crowd might kind of resonate a bit more? I don't know. Like, I don't, I, I mean, it depends on the 10 or the, I, I just know that my kid who's eight, all of her friends, moms and all of her friends, I was in Croatia actually when the movie came out. So mm-hmm. I had to wait until I got back to take her. But when I got back, it, the movie was only out for like seven days, like six days. And like all of her friends saw the movie already. You know, I haven't seen it yet. Okay, that's even more crazy. You're the only person in the country who has not seen this movie. I mean, yeah, based on their numbers, it seems like, like, my husband saw the movie. Like, everybody saw the movie. I want to. I just don't want to have to. I just, I'm honestly not crazy about going to movies. Okay, but can we just talk about the content of the movie? Do you know what the content yeah, of the movie is about? I, I know that it was like an empowerment movie because if you watch any of their junkets or any of the interviews they did beforehand, like the marketing, I thought there was like the mass marketing, which was all the pink, whatever. But if you watch any of the like uh, speaking marketing that they did, right. they really hyped up the script. Well, they spoke about how it was like all about this. You know, you got to like that, that. It was just like Barbie could do anything. She's a pilot. She was this before anybody even thought that exactly. Could do these things. So they, they really like emphasized that. They really like churned the whole Barbie concept on its head, even because when we were playing Barbies, we were all, when I was, when I was playing Barbies, I was like putting on a pretty outfit and like, you know, the androgynous body parts Mm, or whatever, you know, but they were very clever in how they marketed the movie. I feel like, it was incredible. And even how they, that new, the song that they did, the Barbie song, yeah, Nicki Minaj. how they, how they redid the song and all of it. But I feel like that is like in the zeitgeist and it's very, I think it's just very good timing or it's like very coincidental that it came out while ta- like Taylor Swift is on this tour, mm. right? Because Taylor Swift's concert and her tour is like the number one grossing tour of like ever. It's driving the American it's, economy. It is literally <laughs> driving really the American economy. And which is another thing. It's like, first of all, these tickets, like I'm going to talk about both of these things. The Taylor Swift tickets were so ridiculously expensive. It was insane. Like, I don't care. You know, I, it, it made Disney World look like playing with pots and pans because it was like two grand for a ticket to but, see Taylor But Grant. did you hear what happened with their their thing? Like with what, ha- like why that happened? With Ticketmaster? Yeah. It was like the whole thing where they bought a bunch of the tickets and then resold them at like these insane values, yeah. which is so psychotic. But that to me is like, it's It should horrible. be illegal, it, I think. It should be illegal. What what always happens with ticket sales is that you have, it really becomes like this 80-20 rule, you know, because it's the same people who are buying these lump sums of tickets though. Mm. And then they're they're reselling them to the mass public. Wasn't it ticket, ma- like wasn't it? done by Ticketmaster wasn't it like a scammy like schemey type thing from them I think a lot of or was people are are in business with Ticketmaster again we should oh, why it. don't we google it before it. we again talk I will turn I will say something really important about Barbie by the way with their marketing is they did what every content creator should do they became a trend so everybody was creating content for them for free so they literally became the trend that everyone wanted to jump on because that helped their views which right. is such a crazy concept to become that well I think number one what they, I, I think what they did was they paid a lot of influencers and did a lot of influencer marketing. They did a lot of social media, digital marketing. And also for the older generation, like let's say like me, who remember Barbie when we all we all played with Barbie. So it was very nostalgic for the older crowd. They're hitting it on so many different cylinders and different demos, which 
really helped elevate everything as well. The whole thing should be a case study of how good they did this whole thing. But I do believe a lot of it in life, like everything is very much about timing. And between that happening around the same time as the Taylor Swift concert and what she represents to the modern woman and strong women, empowered women, same with Barbie. It's just now made that conversation even bigger and more elevated and it's become like the guy that is become the zeitgeist I believe of now yeah have you been following what's happening with um Logan Paul's wait before before you get into Logan Paul find out about what you just said about Ticketmaster it's not that clear so from what I understand and there's like a a few different yeah she's been in a fight with Ticketmaster before but what from what I remember happening was that or what I think happened and if I'm wrong I'm sure I'll hear it But I feel that it's the same buyers, it's the same people who are buying the tickets who then resell them and they get they get this priority where they're buying up the mass amounts of tickets, which leaves like 10% of the tickets are actually going to like the regular person, you know, to call Ticketmaster when the ticket goes on sale, which is really screwed up. They're saying that they're under, they're currently under investigation. So they're going to be investigating Live Nation Entertainment to see if they did any sort of like abuse of power when it comes to this because it it seems like there's like a whole thing fun fact did you know our brains thrive on ketones ketones can cross the blood brain barrier and act as fuel for the brain helping you achieve and sustain peak mental clarity and guess what You don't need to be in ketosis to take advantage of ketones. That's why I turn to Ketone IQ by HVMN wherever I need my brain to be as functioning at its highest capacity. For days when I have back-to-back podcast recordings and I need my brain to be super sharp, Ketone IQ helps without fail. Just one shot is all you need to enter into that flow state of energy. And bonus benefit, ketone suppresses your appetite. So I'll drink a Ketone IQ shot first thing in the morning before I hit the gym. And I even have incredible energy without any crashes. And I'm able to crush a workout before breakfast. So I'm totally sold. It's been a lifesaver for trying to balance my career, my kids, my workouts, and everything else in between. So if you want to try it out for yourself, you can save 30% off your first subscription order of Ketone IQ at hvmn.com slash Jen. Again, visit hvmn.com slash Jen and subscribe upon checkout for 30% off. Woohoo! I mean, I don't care how much money someone made. I mean, I think it's obscene that people were spending two grand a ticket, a thousand dollars a ticket. a ticket. I don't care to take their little kid to see Taylor Swift. It's so unfair. I find it to be so awful and elitist that like truly, unless you are like a multi-gazillionaire or super rich or have major connections, you're just not able to see the show. And and by the way, it was sold out everywhere. But you could, but people bought tickets. and Yeah, but they're spending a lot of money on it. No, but as in people bought some normal tickets, didn't they? That's my point. Very few people were given the opportunity because they were sold out so fast because of all these other big ticket sellers who bought mass amounts of tickets. 
to go back onto the market. But like, like how much you is were- a Super Bowl ticket, for example? Like if you were to buy a Super Bowl ticket, how much is that? A lot. Right. So to me, it's like, I think a lot of but people. But she's not the Super Bowl. Why? She is to some people. She, she's, she's become. Hot, she's that's bigger my point. than the Super Bowl she's to become, most people. That's my point. She's, beco- she's become the Super Bowl. Like right. that's what I'm saying. But what I mean is because she also represents this, the modern woman, the empowered woman, the successful independent woman who she represents so much of that for the young generation. By the way, I've got to say, I actually really like Taylor Swift. Dude, her music is unreal. Her music is really <laughs> good. I've, I've started getting into it because of everybody else. Yeah, I was listen, I was using Sydney as an excuse to want to go to the show, <laughs> but really I wanted to go to the show. Oh, and did you go to Eras tour? I, no, I, to her, no, I wanted to go, but oh. I like, it really disturbed my sensibility to spend that kind of money on tickets and I just wouldn't do it like at the end of the day I'm like I'm not doing it I'm not spending a fortune just to go see a concert I'll watch the clips on social media and on TikTok like I agree with all of your points about her except for that one because I would spend crazy money to go to certain sports games to see certain concerts to go to certain festivals like I would spend crazy money I mean even just to go to Burning Man people are spending like 20k do you know what I mean That's a, yeah it's a fortune too. so you're so right, I think it's experiences, experiences, experiences are just really different and it, it it's, it's what your priority is for example had you been like a Taylor Swift fan for 10 years like people are spending psycho money just to go see Messi play and they would fly oh across God. the world to go see okay, Messi play first of all it's so funny you just said that I was just gonna bring Messi up so that is so funny so now my kid my 10 year old okay Sydney's eight Dylan's 10 he wants to go see Messi play in Miami yeah and, he should you oh, should take uh-huh, him I am I'm gonna take him because by the way and this is why I'm gonna take him because tickets aren't two grand a piece but how it's, much are they plus flights? I think it's way it's way plus more flights, reasonable plus, look, plus plus accommodations but I can make an I can make You're an paying, entire right, experience but, out of it but going to a Taylor Swift concert is definitely an experience and I think it would come to around the same cost once you factor in every True, single thing that, traveling okay. with kids are you bringing Sydney also is it three tickets do you know what I mean is okay. someone else coming that's a very good point I just think that it's not it's less about it's like what you said about working out it's not that no one has time it's that they don't prioritize it so it's the same thing for this like you could spend honestly some people would spend 10 20k on a certain experience if that's like really what they're into yeah and yeah, some people okay. are listening to taylor since they were two years old they're gonna spend the two grand i like on that, that point i think that's actually very valid okay you know what I'm, i think that's actually very valid because it really does come down to what a what like your thing is and what yeah. you prioritize as the way you want to spend your money in a in a way that makes you happy and feel you know happy and fun and fulfilling and exper- and have that experience because that's true you're right it's also once in a lifetime, by the way. The Eras Tour is just this one tour. This one time. You can see Taylor anytime, but the Eras Tour, specifically this tour, is just happening now. The Super Bowl happens almost every year, yeah, right? I agree. Well, it does happen every year. The World Cup every four years, people are still spending that kind of money. No, I think you're right. Listen, the messy thing, I'm, listen, again, Google it. I don't know how much a basic ticket is for a soccer game there. No, no, listen, her prices are crazy. No. Like, we're not going like, okay, to argue that. What? But, no, no, no. Yeah. Listen, that's 100% true, but I. that's not. That isn't actually the point because I think when it is the point and not the point. First part of the point is as a per ticket per diem, like per ticket premium like that, I think it's absurd. It's not fair. Not like life is fair, but it it really disturbs my sensibility to be Mm -hmm. having to spend that because I believe that like so many young girls would benefit from it, would love to see it. And they got kind of, they got shafted because all these other people were allowed to buy these big bulk tickets big 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 bulk orders of these tickets and really it came down to only the elite only the rich are able to see the concert and I think that's really terrible I agree with that that's my first point my other point is 
it's the compounding effect of having Taylor Swift coming out with the con- with that concert in the same time as Barbie. It just it basically again compounds and exaggerates what's happening right now in the zeitgeist, which is this really huge women empowerment turning it on its head, making making Ken off. Well, I guess you didn't see the movie, but Ken <laughs> making Ken this like whiny like you know Barbie like this whiny guy who just will like who's like kind of like like a bubble head who just is just what people assumed Barbie was back then like Mm. it's just really I love the way they twisted that and I just like love that part but I just again I do think the movie in itself even though I love the content the message of it I just don't think it's appropriate for for kids going at that age. It's just there's like sexual undertones, mm. like it's just not necessary. Although it is PG thirteen, so that it it is the onus on the parents. Oh, it is PG thirteen. I think it's PG thirteen. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. But with that being said, every all the little girls were going in droves. <laughs> like, every, like if you go if you look in the theater, it was like three quarters little kids, seven and eight years old. But okay, I used to watch so there were so many movies I watched at that age that I didn't understand any of the innuendos. And then as an adult, yeah, I was I like, oh my god! And I feel like it's one of those like, like you, know the, you know the symbol for for literally for yeah. sex. I like She's someone doing did, this. It's by the way. hilarious because I saw some kid doing that, and then and then everybody was doing it in my class, and it was just none of us knew what it was. Like that's really funny. It was it. hilarious. Well, I remember as a kid, I loved Golden Girls. I loved <laughs> yeah, Three's yeah, Company. Yeah. And by the way. Golden Girls is still my favorite show on the air. I don't care how many years that and Frasier, nothing, nothing beats those two shows. But like the undertone, the sexual innuendos and undertones of Three's Company, like I would just laugh. I had no idea what they were even <laughs> talking so about. But it was cute back then. But like, yeah, as an adult, when you look at it, it's really watch it. It's really funny. But anyway, did you guys see Barbie yet? And did any of you guys go see the Taylor Swift concert? I'd like to know. Please let me know. Was it overrated? Was it exactly what you thought it would be? Are you happy you went? Did you take your kids? Mm. And what did you think? Did you think it was it was appropriate for your little ones? I just want to know. Also, how much money did you spend on your Taylor tickets? I'm actually so spend? curious about because that. Because it also depends on what city you went to. Because oh, LA, that's so true. Right, because in LA, it was insanely so expensive. True. But I had friends who went in Texas, in uh, Colorado. I didn't have any friends in Colorado who went. I had a couple of friends go somewhere else. I don't remember. They were still exorbitantly expensive. So I'm curious how much you guys spent on the tickets. Please let me know in the comments. Do you, and do, um, do you know that? Sorry, she single handedly like uh, ran the economy of Colorado for like an entire month or something. It was all surrounded on her. Like the whole economy was f- was functioning off of her, and and like got them out of some sort of deficit or whatever. It was like the most insane headline no. I'd ever seen in my life. I was like, that's crazy. See, I knew she was really popular. Like, don't get me wrong. This was, I this I was did awful. not know the extent and level of popularity that she was and you know Beyonce's on tour now too (laughs) right which is huge and I mean she's a huge ticket too but I have not felt or heard the kind of hype around her concert and her stuff that I've heard around Taylor Swift it's unbelievable all I've seen about Beyonce's is blue dancing that's the only thing that I'm seeing is Blue Blue Ivy. She's been yeah, dancing. I've seen that. It's I've all seen that. I've seen is like the focus has been on her dancing. See, she's an amazing performer. And because I now missed Taylor Swift and I'm actually kicking myself, but at the same time, I wouldn't have paid that money. Uh, I'm now really motivated to see Beyonce. I don't want to, <laughs> I, I, I'm having a little bit of the, you know, 
uh, FOMO. Yeah, you know, yeah, I'm missing FOMO. out. I'm missing out. Yes, I am. <laughs> anyway, guys, let me know your thoughts and have a great day or evening. And if you haven't subscribed, please do so. And what else? Is that how I usually sign off? Yeah, go comment on things. Yeah, comment on things. <laughs> Bye. This episode is brought to you by the Yap Media Podcast Network. I'm Hala Taha, CEO of the award-winning digital media empire, Yap Media, and host of Yap Young and Profiting Podcast, a number one entrepreneurship and self-improvement podcast where you can listen, learn, and profit. On Young and Profiting Podcast, I interview the brightest minds in the world, and I turn their wisdom into actionable advice that you can use in your daily life. Each week, we dive into a new topic like the art of side hustles, how to level up your influence and persuasion, and goal setting. I interview A-list guests on Young and Profiting. I've got the best guests, like the world's number one negotiation expert, Chris Voss, Shark, Damon John, serial entrepreneurs, Alex and Layla Hermosi, and even movie stars like Matthew McConaughey. There's absolutely no fluff on my podcast, and that's on purpose. Every episode is jam-packed with advice that's gonna push your life forward. I do my research, I get straight to the point, and I take things really seriously which is why I'm known as the podcast princess and how I became one of the top podcasters in the world in less than five years. Young and Profiting Podcast is for all ages. Don't let the name fool you. It's an advanced show. As long as you want to learn and level up, you will be forever young. So join podcast royalty and subscribe to Young and Profiting Podcast or Yap like it's often called by my Yap fam on Apple, Spotify, CastBox or wherever you listen to your podcasts.